0: Can you believe it's been a year before June 2020 could close? We opened the door to debut what was originally going to be a music-centered square for conversation. After all, interludes are about those transitions, the in-between moments, the melodies that manifest in the middle so that one piece of music merges into another. The idea for the Interludes podcast started years ago, as a place I could highlight the intersection of music and social justice. From the start, I was blessed with encouragement back in April, 2020. Wow, that seems like a lifetime ago. I didn't understand how things could work because of COVID. COVID factored into everything. COVID put our lives on pause or worse. Only now, 15 months later, does it feel like the music is spinning again. If only we can keep time, like back when things were normal. Can you feel the beat within my heart? Can't you see my love shine through the dark? Can't you see that you must be a part of that beat in my heart? Normal? What's normal? Are we back to normal when it comes to social justice, environmental racism, Women Entrepreneurship and Voting Rights? My fear is that we are back to normacy. And that's just not good enough anymore. We need to be better. We need to do better. Social injustice, environmental racism, female entrepreneurship, voting rights. These are just some of the topics covered in the first year of Interludes.
1: You know, I say this all the time and I repeat myself because I want it to really resonate um, that To be an entrepreneur, you've got to just go for it. And I know that sounds very cliche, but I've I've mentored so many that have wrote these business plans that are 500 pages, 1,000 pages to never, ever start. If you don't start, I don't care how great your business plan is, because that does not mean you're going to succeed. You actually have the will. You have to have the will to do it. We've known this for a long time, especially if you live in a community that struggles with access to water. But for myself personally, it was the Flint water crisis that really sort of catapulted the understanding of how a state like Michigan, which has the most fresh water in the world, could also at the same time have allowed such a travesty where drinking water, to this day, there are children who've never been able to turn on their tap and actually drink water.
0: We have covered so many topics this year. I say we because my idea found space to grow when I realized that I was not alone in trying to make this dream a reality. My we is a talented writer and producer, Michael Womble. My take was often a first draft because whatever I wrote, like these very words, He improved through research or time or imagination. Many of the podcasts that we produce are a result of the combination of our collective creative genius. As duos go, we're like Peaches and Herb, Yarbrough and Peebles, Chloe and Hallie, I'm Hallie, or maybe Future and Drake. Of course, I'm Drake. Because you work so hard at what you love, Life is good.
2: Working on a weekend like usual, way off in the deep end like usual. Swear they past us, they doing too much. Haven't done my taxes, I'm too turned up. Virgil got a paddock on my wrist going nuts. Caught me slipping once. Okay, so what?
0: Someone- Interludes is a team effort. I'm still learning about how to be a part of a team from our very first guest on the show, Juri O'Neill. At the same time that I was starting Interludes, my friend Jury and her husband Ron were starting their independent venture of IYH Entertainment. The O'Neill's objective to start their business venture was to cultivate talented singers, spoken word artists, and comedians. Last year, I got an opportunity to become a virtual comedian on the O'Neill's platform. I am so grateful for the experience, seriously. I could not have mentioned an Interlude's podcast anniversary without talking about one of the people who encouraged me in the very early days. Whoa, whoa,
2: whoa. yeah, sometimes we laugh and sometimes we cry, but I guess you know now, baby, I took a half and she took the whole thing and slowed down i'm not the main voice of this podcast so you probably heard me more than i thought you ever would within this last year so i just want to say hello i michael i'm the voice behind the voice and um want to talk to you about this anniversary that we have um i don't have a lot of anniversaries um and that's not by choice um, last week i was in an interview with this wise old man and he looked me right in the eye and said to me and I'm paraphrasing here son do you have wonderlust and my answer was no regrettably I don't have wonderlust it's funny how you look at your life on paper or on a resume screen and you look at where you've been and what you've done and you're like this is so far from my reality Uh, I love to travel I do uh, I want to see the world, but I never want to live the world. I didn't want to live everywhere. Uh, after a while, uh, like one white walled apartment looks like another white walled apartment, and the mall down the street is the same mall down the street. The Popeye's two blocks away is the same. I mean, you feel like you don't know where you are. You feel like you're on a tour, like a cowboy, you know, steel horse, you ride, uh, except you don't have a band. Uh, but unfortunately, if you're black and male, like I am, you are still one that are alive. Um. You kind of lose a sense of who you are. In, in my brief history, uh, what I've learned is not a matter of living in an apartment or living in a house. It's the same thing that Luther, we've been singing about for like 50 years. Um, you know, you could have a house, but a house is not a home necessarily. And what I've been wanting was a sense of being at home. And that's uh, something I gained from this podcast. Um, something I felt like I was losing, which was a sense a sense of home. Uh, I found that uh, they're my podcast partner, my fellow Wayward Spirit person, still seeking a dream that we are, you know, walking the path to toward together. Um, uh, so the timing that of Valerie coming back to her home and me coming back. Uh, To this same place was serendipitous. I mean, you could say it was fortunate or as Val might say, you blessed, okay, in the church language, right? Um, But I needed a created outlet. I needed a place to be heard. And most of all, coming out of a very traumatic time, uh, I needed a friend. And I found that. I found that here. Without the Interludes podcast, I might not be here. And by here, I mean Earth. Uh, when I left Dallas, those after very very uh, difficult time, I felt like my options were limited. Um, I had to move. Like everything is bigger in Texas, including your depression. Your depression is bigger in Texas. And in the midst of this worldwide pandemic and massive firings, I needed like something steady. And in comes the serendipity. Uh, you know, I found work that allowed me to think to plan to be creative and to be part of this podcast that i happily say is uh rounding out is its first full year um you know and thankfully the the gifts and talents that i have match well and i think it's a good fit and each podcast that gets posted i gotta say you know whether a thousand people listen to it or one person listens to it i am proud of it i listen to it happily i listen to it too like a listener and and i enjoy it and and i'm happy that it has a place uh, this is a place that needs to exist and i don't think really exists anywhere else so thank you valerie for this opportunity um thank you listeners thank you the folks that downloaded it or mentioned it to your friends or talked about it or blogged about it okay to see a show or did whatever thank you thank you so much you you don't know what a big uh you know you don't know how much it means so uh i can't wait to start these movies off
0: life is short and i'm super encouraged that You know, you're starting this podcast and, you know, not holding back the things that God has put in your heart to do. Um, I think that's super powerful, especially being a black woman. Um, I love to see uh, all women, but especially women of color, kind of just uh, taking their piece of the pie. As I continued down the road in creating future interludes, I had an idea of some of the topics that we would talk about. And I thought about who to interview But then I didn't know, and then I really didn't know. I looked around and said, who can I reach out to who has a book, a business, their own music, a film, or an inspirational experience that they can share through this platform? This is our mission, to be aspirational, inspirational, and motivational. As I mentioned at the start, the idea of interludes was originally connected to music. And during this first year, we've had some great musical artists. For me, I come from a school of thought that we
3: are standing on the shoulders of our ancestors. The greatness that our ancestors accomplished, we are supposed to take that greatness to the next level. So coming from that school of thought, I don't feel like a lot of the new artists are doing that compared to what already existed in previous generations? That's my view. It's unpopular view. It's just it's just what I feel. I don't feel that they even acknowledge a lot of the past artists. Period. I don't think mm. they studied them. I don't think they know they exist. Mm. I talk to young people today. They don't know who Run DMC was. They don't know who Public Enemy was. They don't know who mm-hmm. Arrested Development is. It was different for our generation. Not only did we know who Earth, Wind & Fire was, or Marvin Gaye was, or Blue Note Records was, or Herbie Hancock was, we not only knew who they were, we studied it by sampling it and crate, what we call crate digging. We crate dug and found the best samples. We knew who played bass. We knew who played drums. This was what hip hop started as. It started as a, in some ways, a a giving love to those that came before us.
1: feel that musicians have a responsibility to bring forward a the message of healing that needs to happen but the music itself is just healing to the soul and so our role is to you know bring that happiness because uh as our great Frankie Beverly said there's joy and there's pain happening and so it's like sunshine and rain and so we gotta have both of them in balance You should write from your heart, write from your experience. Mm -hmm. Show the world for me, like, you know you know how you have those conversations in your own head, you know. Can I do it? Am I good enough? Do I have it, what have you? And sometimes you just gotta jump out and do it. As it was encouraging me, I felt like, okay, hopefully others get the message too to say, hey, you know what? Whatever I've been sitting on, whatever idea, whatever dream, passion that you know is inside,
0: just do it. We've talked politics and history with some independent thinkers. When I think about
3: who is going to
0: um, know my situation
1: and be looking out for what would be important to me, it's gonna be the person with shared experiences. I can't always expect you know, a white male, I can't expect a white male to know my story because it hasn't been his story or to understand it. But I do know that she's gonna understand my story because she is my story. Anyone to me that would deny history is on the wrong side of history. Anyone to me that would deny education is a problem. Mm -hmm. I think, as we all know, that if we don't know our history, we are bound to repeat it.
0: And we've learned about a whole new world called urban apologetics, designed to fortify matters of faith.
2: Apologetics comes from the word, the Greek word apologia, which means to give a defense. It's actually a legal term. Originally, when you go to a court of law and you want to defend your case, you, you present a apologia. So um, when, when uh, Timothy was, when Paul was talking to Timothy, Timothy, he says to have an apologia for the hope that you have. So that's where we get the word apologist. So it's not that I'm saying sorry for my faith, you know, it's, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm creating a defense for it. Christian apologetics is defending the faith. Urban hmm. apologetics is also defending the faith, but specifically to a particular demographic of people. Because there's just specific um, doctrines that are only targeted towards black and brown people. I always remembered the the fact that when I was in high school, there was a epidemic, a suicide epidemic on one of the reservations. And because of this hopelessness, I wanted to bring back hope to my people. That was my goal. That's uh, it was always my goal. And drops of hope literally started as a blog. And on
3: my knees, every night you go know pray. I'm
0: sorry, pray, pray. Oh yeah, we pray. pray. We got to pray just to make it today. Ah, interludes. We love to talk about music. As we close, Black History Month. Here are some funny moments with myself, podcaster Parish P. Dub Williams and executive producer, Michael Womble.
1: I think that's the biggest thing about that generation of artists, because again, they didn't really have anybody to really show them the ropes. Prince really had to go find his own way through, make his own way through, and you you know, the path he forged was a great one. You know, Michael had some help, but then again, Michael had a lot of people he had to carry at times. You know, same with Whitney. Whitney had to carry a lot of people, you know. Uh, So they paid their dues. You know, I'd said, you know, granted, some of the things that happened were tragic and all this stuff. But again, they paid the dues. And the other piece behind it, we got a lot of great, great music that lives on because of the dues that they paid. You know, yeah. that's the greater yeah. part behind
0: it. I you know. know so. And that's and that's the that's the that's the learning thing about music. Absolutely. I feel I feel like you are a music historian. And when I started listening to It's Like That, I found myself listening to the second episode, the third episode. You're, you have such a. A wonderful, calm way of introducing these wonderful concepts and people who have influenced you musically uh, throughout your career. Parish P. Dub Williams, if you want to listen to it, it's like that. It is available on Anchor FM Spotify. Yes. Michael Womble, our executive producer, Parrish P. Dub Williams, thank you so much for joining me.
2: All right. And thank you guys for having me. This is interlude.
0: With that's not your line Valerie that's, Johnson. Not, that's not your line that's not your line
3: the He's line made it is He's
0: made and this own. and this is interludes <laughs> it's my line what are you doing <laughs> I how, you, how you
2: gotta go have a? Too busy introducing myself and, that. Yeah.
0: and you know Paris that's what, I get it from um, uh, where is this uh, uh, Don Cornelius when he was like this is Soul trail <laughs>
2: Yeah, but exactly. in the Soul Train, they would go, Don Cornelius. Cornelius.
0: And he'd yes. come out there. He sure yes, would. Exactly. He sure would. I'm Don Cornelius. But well, he didn't did introduce himself. Right. I'm Don smooth. Cornelius. But I believe it was him. <laughs> I feel like it was him. That too. was not Soul him. Soul Train. Um, that was not him. That's Television's series. Trip no, in America. Trip in, in America. With guest stars Anita Baker. Because <laughs> <laughs> his, his waist was a And different the Soul band- Train dancers. And now. <laughs> That's right. Listen.
3: Now,
1: listen. Cornelia. Hey, welcome
3: so Train. Let me tell you something.
1: I would always love when he would introduce a scramble board. Uh, that was like my
3: me
0: favorite thing. What's your, love your name?
1: Scramble board. What's the name? <laughs> my, name such, that, such. my name such such such. But such such. All right, you have 36, then scramble the name of someone that you should really know. Of course you know, because they told you before the commercial Doing the commercial break, who's gonna be, yes. so of course you know who it is. That's who you should know. And while you're digging on that, we're gonna dig on this. <laughs> I'm telling you, that was that was the business, man. That's the business. Please. There's a oh P, and a Y, and
2: R. R? I'm thinking Richard Pryor. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> With these letters in there.
0: Mm. And did they and would when you when me so bad?
1: When he said what's uh mm-hmm. name you should know, I said, yeah, cause uh they're probably holding the cue card right in front of you. So you make sure they spell it right. <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> make sure you spell Richard's name right. Right. He right. right here. I don't spell want to hear from Richard's right. next week. It's been a wonderful ride. And I look forward to our second year, which will be our third season of Interludes. On behalf of myself and Michael Womble, we would like to say thank you to all of our former and future guests. To our family and friends who have downloaded an episode, told either two or ten people about our podcast, thank you. And to the fans of our podcast who come out and support the virtual comedy events and have purchased a ticket with all of our projects we've done to support the podcast interludes, I say thank you. I also like to thank my cousin Kendall Nesbitt for producing such an iconic theme song to represent our podcast well. And most notably, I would love to thank my producing partner and my friend, Michael Womble, for his talent and gracious criticism of interludes and how we have developed as a team. Dude, <laughs> it's time to make that... This has been a special episode of Interludes. Next week, we'll start a whole new year and a whole new season. Please join us. Interludes. Original concept by Valerie Johnson. Written by Michael Womble. Produced by Valerie Johnson and Michael Womble. Original intro and outro music produced by Kendall Nesbitt. Interludes, a pure Lighthouse production. Brought to you by our national sponsor, Montevilla. The natural weight loss coffee and tea brewed with MTC oil and Ramon seeds. For more information and to purchase Montavia coffee and tea, please visit linktr.ee forward slash purelightmedia. Our local title sponsor, A1 Pestmasters, for all your exterminating and pest control needs, call A1 Pestmasters at area code 773-365-9962 or visit their website at a1pestmasters.com. When you book your appointment with A1 Testmasters, tell them that you heard it first on the podcast called Interludes. To subscribe to our YouTube channel or join our Interludes Facebook group, visit the website linktr.ee forward slash Pure Light Media.